Are you looking for a new basketball shoe? If so, this is Gary Parrish here to tell you that the New Balance 2-Way V4 features the groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Every step feels explosive and dynamic, and the upper construction features a lightweight textile that's supportive and breathable. So whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the 2-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the 2-Way at newbalance.com. It's Gary Parrish. It's Monday, March 14, 2022. Welcome back to the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball Podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting, dodo birds, and leaky black. David Cobb is here with me. Chip Patterson is here with me. Happy Monday after Selection Sunday. And as I told you on Sunday night's podcast, we are doing four short previews of each region. This is one of them. We're previewing the South Regional, where Arizona is the number one seed. Villanova's the two seed. Tennessee's the three seed. Illinois is the fourth seed. David Cobb, I'll start with you. What first-round game in the South Regional are you most looking forward to? Yeah, I would say probably Loyola, Chicago, and Ohio State. I think Vegas has it as something pretty close to a pick And you're talking about an Ohio State team there with EJ Liddell, who's going to be looking for some redemption after they got bounced in the first round by Oral Roberts last season. Back when the, the Buckeyes were a two seed then, they come in as a seven seed this season, and they've lost four out of their last five. So I think Loyola of Chicago is going to be a, a, a pick for a lot of just common folks out there filling in the bracket just based off of name recognition at this point. But I'm real curious to see if uh, EJ Liddell uh, can se- secure some redemption for the way that Oral Roberts game ended last season. Chip? I know we've got to give respect, um, give some respect to Chris Holtman, right? He's he, we need yeah. to give him. Some, uh, I guess we do, but he, he doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough, but uh, he he also doesn't have a lot of deep NCAA tournament runs. I'm just you know I'm just just gonna throw that out there as we're talking about respect for Ohio State. I tell you what, the the number one um, thing that I'm looking to check in on, and again, this is because I think the result will influence so much of how the entire bracket breaks. But Illinois Chattanooga is just such a fun game, and. I think that when I look at Chattanooga and we see that the way that the mocks have played, we see that they're going to find themselves clearly at a disadvantage at trying to take care of Kofi Coburn in general. But I, I think that that is a, a Chattanooga team that if Illinois plays down the way that Illinois has played down at times this season, then they potentially could be upset. Illinois at its ceiling could be the team that comes out of this region and makes it all the way to the final four. And because I'm I'm looking at a high variance team capable of a deep run, but one that also based on the worst of its basketball in the last month or so could get bounced that 413 Illinois Chattanooga game has a lot of my attention. Uh, My favorite one's uh, Houston UAB. It's a 12, five matchup Um, Houston, the outright AAC champions. Houston won the AAC tournament. Houston's top five in basically all computers, but only a five seed because they really didn't get much done in the regular season in terms of big wins. I believe as of this moment, uh, they've got one quarter, one win, and it is Sunday's win over Memphis. David Cobb, do we believe in the Houston Cougars, or do we think Jelly Walker got a chance to upset them? He's a bucket. Jordan Walker, name name to know, uh, certainly a bucket in, in the South region. I've actually got UAB winning this. I think per, per point spreads, this is the biggest upset, not just in my South region, but in my entire 68-team bracket for the first round is UAB as a 12, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite 
per the line that I picked today on CBSSports.com. Excuse me, Houston, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I think UAB wins the game straight up. It just feels to me like a team of, of destiny. They, they won a three-overtime game in the CUSA tournament semifinals. And then you're talking about a Houston team, and we've been beating this drum all year. To their credit, they've overcome it repeatedly. But those injuries at some point to Marcus Sasser and Trayvon Mark have to catch up with Houston. And I just feel like this is a program that will eventually or pretty soon make another deep NCAA tournament run. I just can't look at this Houston roster uh, with it in its current health condition and see a team that's going to do anything in this tournament. And um, perhaps I'll be uh, lambasted in a few days for sleeping on Kelvin Sampson, who has done a phenomenal job this season with the hand he's been dealt. But I don't see Houston making a whole lot of noise in this bracket. I'm with you. And listen, my uh, respect level for Kelvin Sampson has is well documented. I think he's probably one of the five to 10 best coaches in the sport. You know what he has built at Houston relative to what he took over. Incredible. But here's the truth. There's not a team in the country that could lose two of his top four players. And you would still think they're going to have a deep run in the NCAA tournament. The reason it really didn't impact Houston's season, regular season too much, is because who was going to beat them? Memphis? Memphis is the only team that like could just you know out-talent them, really, even after they lost two of the top four uh, players. Uh, the American this season was just not very good outside of Houston, Memphis, and you know SMU, I guess. So missing two of your top four players in the American Athletic Conference, if you're Kelvin Sampson in Houston, that's how great he is. He could still walk through that pretty much without issue. But now you got to walk through a bracket where you're running into real teams that are capable of beating you. I'm not insisting UAB will, um, will, will, will be the team that does it, but I will be surprised if Houston uh, is in the Sweet 16. Before yeah, we go the the fun- key element to that game is, is three-point shooting. Houston, one of the best three-point shooting defenses in the country. UAB, by percentage, uh, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. So Houston's three-point defense, they allowed opponents to shoot like 29% from three. Houston shoots about – or uh, UAB shoots about 38% from three. Anyway, if UAB can hit threes, they're going to win yeah. that game. And that's where it all, what it all comes down to because Houston's strength is defending the three. UAB's strength is hitting the three. Do we see – any un- any unlikely Sweet 16 teams here? We're going to get to that next, but uh, real quick, let me remind you about our bracket challenge game. We want you to compete with us, so do it. I'm going to be in there, Norlander, Kyle Boone, David Cobb, Chip Patterson. You can join at cbssports.com slash CBSI on brackets. That's E-Y-E on brackets. cbssports.com slash CBSI on brackets. The winner is going to get a $100 gift card to Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, terrific. That's where you can watch NCAA tournament games, tons of soccer, Champions League, NFL, golf. Halo is going to be streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus starting March 24th. You can head to ParamountPlus.com slash Halo to try it for free. And when you enter our bracket challenge game, don't stop there. You can also create a group to compete against friends, and you can fill out a bracket for the chance to win a trip to the 2023 Final Four. It's all free. You can play on the CBS Sports app or at cbssports.com slash cbsi on brackets. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Chip, do you see an unlikely Sweet 16 team in this region? I do. I have not predicted it. I don't think it is with a ton of confidence that this will be the outcome. But unlikely from the 11 line would be Juwan Howard and the Michigan Wolverines taking down David Roddy in Colorado State in the first round, knocking off Tennessee because I don't think the Longwood Longwoods are going to be able to get out of the first round, and then finding themselves in the Sweet 16, which honestly, if Michigan has played to a level to be able to win those two basketball games, going up against Villanova it would not be something where I would consider uh, Michigan to be out of its depth. Now, again, Michigan finds itself as a two-point favorite against those Colorado State Rams. So that is you know, a game that not only by seed, but by the Las Vegas odds suggests it is very, very losable. But the feast or famine proposition for Michigan from the 11 line is the, the team that gets my attention in terms of unlikely seeds to be able to make a deep run. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I'm not going to predict it either, but you know, Michigan, the preseason top 10 team, they got real players. Um, they've beaten six teams that are in this bracket during the regular season, um, you know, they, they, they've got to win over Purdue. They've got to win over Iowa. You know, when you're looking for a double-digit seed that can theoretically make a run in a bracket, um, you can sometimes point to a power conference program that, yeah, had some missteps along the way, but showed the ability um, uh, to beat good teams. And if they can piece it all together now, then maybe they can win four games and or win two games and, and get to the Sweet 16. Again, I'm not predicting it, but I could see it. David, you got one? Yeah, so, I mean, Ohio State and, and Colorado State stick out to me as uh, teams that could potentially do this. I don't, I'm not predicting either one of them to do it, but especially from a value standpoint, if you look at Colorado State on William Hill earlier, they were plus uh, – 4,000 to win the region. And of course, winning the region means going to the final four. But if you think about it, Michigan State was was plus uh, 2,000. Or uh, Michigan, sorry. Four hours of sleep is just killing me. But but Michigan <laughs> was uh, plus 2,000. So Michigan as an 11 seed has twice odds that are twice as good, according to the books, uh, to, to w- advance out of the regional as compared to the team they play in the first round in, in Colorado State. Ooh. So, I mean... I look at the Rams there and I see a a, a value play for sure. Uh, a team that's being slept on because they didn't really play on the national radar in the Mountain West this season, but has two really great players and David Roddy and Isaiah Stevens. And then uh, Ohio State, for reasons I've already touched on, they've lost four out of their, their five, you know last five coming into this thing. And there's not really any reason to expect them to make any noise, but was there any reason to expect UCLA to make any noise last season? Nope. And, and they, they made a lot of noise. So I look at Malachi Branham on that Ohio State team, a freshman guard capable of becoming a March superstar and putting that team on his back along with EJ Liddell. That one-two punch, if they get it going, 
they can beat anybody, not just in this region, but anybody on, in the country on a given night. Uh, it's, they've been really inconsistent, but as a seven seed, sure, they've got a, as good of a shot as, as any seven seed in this bracket to, to really go and make some noise. See, that's sure. the reason why David Cobb is the best at the top four, the final four and one, because <laughs> he finds the holes in the odds board. Look out, Las Vegas. David Cobb has found the holes in your odds board. He's arbitraging the different screens. He's telling you how to match up these values. I love it. You've I'm glad you brought that up, Chip, because uh, Gary and Matt, I'm pretty sure they owe me a, a, a concert ticket. Is that Was that yeah. the, the bet, Gary? I think I, I owe you whatever you ask for, I guess. I mean, you put all of that thought into it. And I just go like, uh, man, I really I think it would be cool if David Roddy advanced in this tournament. What's David Roddy? <laughs> well, hey, I wrote, Hunter Dickinson? <laughs> I, I wrote 2000 words on this region at CBS sports.com this morning. So uh, I, I feel I feel strongly about my opinions. I'll say that. Uh, Chip, uh, real quick, uh, some first round games from a betting perspective that have caught your attention. Yeah, uh, the the line that you mentioned earlier about UAB plus the eight in a game that could absolutely be a coin flip. It, from a betting perspective, that's the closest thing that I would hand out right now to a first-round lock in this region would be to take UAB and all those points. Even if the Blazers fall short, I do not like their chances to get blown out or lose that game by double digits. The other thing that I also like to attack sometimes is, is going to look at some of these totals because while Loyola plays with a, a lot of patient pace, Ohio State, uh, both you know within the context of the season, but also Ohio, Ohio State under Chris Holtman in the NCAA tournament is an over team. More than 60% of the time, Ohio State overs have hit in the NCAA tournament. That total currently sitting, I believe, around 135 or so. Uh, they were fifty. They were sixty percent over this season, and again, NCAA tournament under Chris Holtman last couple of years. Uh, they are also a traditional over team. So I love UAB plus those points for a lot of the reasons why David likes UAB to advance. And then looking at the Ohio State trends, maybe going over the total there. Uh, I want your uh, regional winners uh, next, but before we do that, I want to remind everybody what our uh, buddies over at Sportsline are up to during Bracket Week. You can get every pick, every play, every upset, and fill out your bracket with the help of some of the best sports data analysts in the game. Visit Sportsline now. See which teams will make or break your bracket. See who cuts down the nets. All from the model that beat nearly 90% of brackets last tournament, one tournament after finishing in the top 5%. Nailed it. Chip! Who you got winning this regional? Arizona. I am reluctantly being dragged into the Arizona fan club. Uh, it was really watching the way that the team played, you know, throughout the Pac-12 tournament where, you know, even in the semifinals against Colorado, Azulis Tabellis has a phenomenal game and it almost have like a, oh yeah, that's right. Like this was the best player on your team for a little while. And they've, they've gotten uh, so much better this year, obviously with the addition of Ben Matherin, but then also the development of the rest of that front court and front line. So with a lot of versatility, with a lot of athleticism, a lot of length, and a real NBA prospect in Ben Matherin leaving, leading the way, uh, I've got two one seeds in my final four, and Arizona is one of them. David Cobb? Yeah, Chip, uh, apparently you were, you've been reading my Google Docs. Uh, don't appreciate you uh, invading my privacy like that. But uh, very similar rationale for why I believe Arizona advances out of this regional. I mean, they have three losses on this season. Uh, one of them came on the road at Tennessee against a Tennessee team that 
is undefeated at home this season. And the Arizona fans will tell you that some unfavorable calls were the reason why they lost. And then when Arizona lost to UCLA in one of its two Pac-12 losses, Tubelis was not healthy. He played, but he was not nearly 100%. And so this is an Arizona team that has flown under the radar, if that's even possible, due to the fact that they tip off after most of us go to sleep uh, on, on given nights. So I like Arizona to advance. It's a brutal region, though. I mean, uh, of this, the, the top three seeds all won their conference tournaments. The top three seeds in, in the other three regions, um, only one, uh, only one region has another top three seeds that won more than you know. Anyway, uh, it's just a, it's a brutal region. So uh, Arizona, I think, advances, but not because it's an easy region by any stretch. Yeah, I, I'm taking Arizona uh, as well. Uh, to me, they've got the most reasonable path to the Sweet 16. Got uh, Seton Hall or TCU in the round of 32. I don't think they have any problem there. This is why I'm glad we wait to vote on National Coach of the Year. Because two weeks ago, maybe that's Ed Cooley. But I think you fast forward to the present, my vote would probably go to Tommy Lloyd at Arizona. Not only do I have Arizona winning uh, this regional, I've got Arizona uh, playing Gonzaga in the National Championship game. Shouts to Devin Downey. Shouts to Chester, South Carolina. Shouts to... Larnell, thank you guys once again for listening to the Island College Basketball Podcast. If you're not subscribed, please go subscribe anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, knock that out, and we will talk to you again real soon. Till then, take care. What's up, y'all? This is four-time NBA champ Andre Iguodala. Yo, and this is his best friend, the Ohio State legend, Evan Marcel Turner the first. Every Wednesday, we drop a new episode on our show, Point Four. We're talking basketball, business, and all the culture in between. From locker room stories to some basketball analysis from those who've been in the game. Now, it is a do-bet. Do average 29 and 11. God, what it take to be an all-star? A win. Subscribe to Point Forward, the podcast, so you don't miss a thing.